Welcome to the podcast by Little Honey Money. Wellness, support, and wisdom for new motherhood in the modern world. Hi, I'm Erica. And I'm Joanna. And this is Little Honey Money. We're here to talk about wellness and support for new motherhood. And we speak with the experts so we can share their wisdom with you. Today, we have Sarah Jensen, who is the founder of Hue and Grace Skincare. And she's also a mom of two. And Joanna, you're a beauty junkie, so this one's for you. Oh yeah, I'm very, very excited with this. My biggest fear is losing my, losing all the things I love to do for myself when it comes to wellness because I can't do that, can't do that. And I also think the, the topic's really fascinating because I know clean is huge in skin. We hear it so often now, but I know this has that with the spin of like hormonal support and, and things like that, which I'm excited to hear about today. Yes, welcome, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Pleasure to connect with you guys. Yeah. Hugh and Grace. I always love to start with like, where's the name come from? Who is Hugh? Who is Grace? It's it's a really good question. I think it's probably the best way for me to kind of explain the backstory to the business and then, and then who this is. Please so, do. Like, yes. Because I'm Sarah. My name is not Grace. Yes. <laughs> no, so my husband and I, we've been married for almost 19 years and we spent 14 of those years trying to get pregnant unsuccessfully. 14 years? 14 years. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Um, but 14 years, we were diagnosed unexplained infertility. So we went to top doctors across the country. We altered everything in our lives. I, as a runner, I had to stop running because they told me the running chicken doesn't lay the eggs. I hate needles. I was doing acupuncture three times a week. I was monitoring everything in my daily lifestyle and nothing ever worked. Also during that time period, I started with several fertility treatments. And for anybody who's done that, your hormones rage. And so I had a lot of hormonal imbalance. Right. I was taking shots daily. And I was noticing that I, it really impacted my mood, but it also impacted my skin. There were days I didn't want to get off the couch. I would throw things at my poor husband. I was not myself. Then also I had cystic acne. I started getting dark spots on my face, kind of like pregnancy mask, even though I would never get pregnant. Wow. The hormones took a huge toll on my skin. Also during those you know, 14 years, I never got pregnant. It was really hard for my self-confidence because here I was, I didn't feel like myself. I didn't look great. I could never get pregnant. It was just failure after failure after failure. An amazing end of my story is my husband's sister volunteered to be our surrogate and gave birth to our son, Hugh. But then my sister volunteered to be our surrogate and gave birth to our daughter, Grace. Wow. Oh, I love that story. <laughs> like, wow. You've Saints. been through it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I joke the names Hugh and Grace. It sounds like a 90-year-old couple. But the name, <laughs> but the name Hugh means heart, mind, and spirit. And the name Grace means goodness, generosity, mm-hmm. and love. And those are the things that got us to where we are now and the product line. But during that time of all this hormone disruption and, and feeling terrible and looking terrible and just years and years of failure, my husband and I, we started doing a lot of research on what is out there. I drank one of my rounds of IVF. The doctor told me to avoid eating sweet potatoes because sweet potatoes can impact our hormone levels. And that just kind of took us down this whole dive of research about you know, sweet potatoes can impact our hormone levels. What else is out there that could do that? Mm-hmm. Sweet potatoes. Wow. I've never heard of that. I know. My trainer has me eat them to like put on weight. <laughs> oh. So, so, so they're, they're, they're good for you. Mm-hmm. But when you're spending tens of thousands of dollars on IVF yeah. and going in daily for your hormone levels to be checked, they, they're really monitoring everything. Right. And so we started doing research and we learned about chemicals that are called hormone disrupting chemicals. And they do this just that. They disrupt your hormones. And they are found in most personal care products, including clean and non-toxic products. And 
they've known actually more recently than talked in the news now, but they've been talked, you know, studying and research for over 30 years. The medical and scientific community knows about it, but not really the consumer space. And so when I was going through my treatments, I was looking, learning about hormone disrupting chemicals and realizing that even clean non-toxic products had them. Like we wanted something, we wanted to create something that could help other people. Not just with fertility, because these hormone disruptors actually are linked to infertility, but they're also linked to cancers and autism and Parkinson's disease. And, wow. and also general mood. Yeah. I mean, your hormones regulate your libido. Right. And can I ask, so when you're doing IVF, like how far would you get? Like, how are they affecting that process? Because you're injecting the hormones, you're feeling kind of like, you know, not well. Would it get to the point where just eggs wouldn't produce or like they were bad eggs or like it wouldn't stick? Like, where did that go? So we did six rounds of me with me and then three rounds with our first surrogate and another round with my second surrogate. And all the times I would produce multiple eggs, but then when we would fertilize them and let them mature, you've let them mature for three to five days, mm-hmm. a lot of them would never materialize. I was never able to get pregnant by myself. And then, you know, trying, we did lots of other treatments and right. stuff leading up to the, all the rounds of IVF. Got it. But yes, yeah, so we were realizing that hormones impact everything. Mm-hmm. No one really talking about it. A lot of people sacrificed to help us have our dreams. And my husband and I, we kind of looked at each other and you know, we both had successful professional careers. We both have master's degrees. It's actually interesting. So we were learning about these chemicals and saying, why do all these products have to have these chemicals? Why, like, why, why is this? Why? Yeah. And a lot of natural products just don't work very well. And then even learning about these chemicals, these hormone disrupting chemicals, even lavender and tea tree oil, so natural products are hormone disruptors. Oh, wow. What can we do to help make an impact? And so after having our kids, we said, how can we help create a solution? Because we, we were given so much and we felt like we needed to pay forward what we had. And we said, how could we really make an impact in this space? And what can we do? And what, what do I wish I would have had yeah. going through this process of successful pregnancy? It would have been awesome, but also <laughs> great, right, great right, skin. Right, right. Because when you're going through it, you're feeling you know so helpless. And then just to not look good. But also, also, so many women like myself, I got acne during my first pregnancy and I'd never had acne as an adult before. And so there comes that question of like, is this safe for my skin? Is this good for my baby? Is this going to like find its way through my placenta and into my baby? And to like have to wonder and do that research on your own is really hard. What products were you using? I was warned to stay away from salicylic acid. And so I like got a blue light, you know, or started doing blue light facials. Mm-hmm. And the skincare of it all is really something that was like, I remember that being something for me during my first pregnancy because that's when I tried, had to clean up my act in terms of like safe products. Right. So great that you created something that the consumer doesn't have to wonder or worry. Right. But you, so you started getting really bad cystic acne and you felt that was directly from the hormones that you were injecting on a regular basis? That even continued after my treatments. And so your hormones are imbalanced. And you think about it, a lot of women break out around PMS. Your hormones are out of balance. And realizing that products you put on your skin can impact your hormones and not lead to great, and these chemicals, they, they harm your body. Mm-hmm. They can harm, you, harm your skin as well. Really trying to find a balance. Our products do not balance hormones. We don't make any health claims. But we, <laughs> okay. we look at you look at products and you're researching quote unquote safe or clean, right. which is it was not defined by the FDA. There's no definition for it. And then realizing that even clean products could still contain these chemicals that can impact you in so many other ways. Mm-hmm. And so we set out to find and really create the best products. It was really, really important for us to have products that really perform. And then we have 
we are obviously going to formulate without hormone-disrupting chemicals. Right. But it was interesting when we started meeting with different formulators and a lot of people just said, we can't even, we can't do that. We have no clue how to even do this. Mm-hmm. It's not been done before. And then when you're, when you're thinking about products, like even our packaging, because you can put the best product in plastic, it can leach. So we use all amber glass bottles. Amber glass is better for skincare because the glass keeps the integrity of the product longer. I mean, but it just even like thinking through every little aspect, our secondary packaging is made of paper, not recycled paper, because recycled paper can have hormones and chemicals in them. Wow. So it's just the more you learn, you go into a deep yeah. <laughs> rabbit um, hole. Can you right. share any other like big offenders like lavender and tea tree oil? Like I would never think of those as hormone disruptors. Like what else do we not know of? In moderation. So people can use, you know, we will still find, we cannot find baby products without lavender. So right. we, in Funny. moderation. Yes, I'm not. So we're also not proponents of trying to like fear longer because, but there are over a thousand hormone disrupting chemicals. When we were first trying to say, decide what can we do? What can we create? And so originally I'm like, oh, let's do like a shower regimen. Let's have people start thinking about this first thing in the morning. And then they can kind of think about it throughout the day. But when you think about it, your hair care, you put it on for maybe a minute and you rinse it right off. Right. There's a term called chemical body load. Chemical body load means the number of chemicals you put on your body daily. Um, the average woman puts on 168 chemicals a day. The average man puts on 85 chemicals a day. Mm, I feel like I could, that makes I, sense. I, like I, I could say that. Yeah. yeah it's like sense. I love all the things, the oils, the serums, the lotions, the facial mists. Yeah. But even like different hand soap used mm-hmm. throughout the day. Mm-hmm. We've all been home for the past year, but like if you're out and about, those hand soaps all contain different chemicals. And so with things like we said, what can we do to make the biggest impact and so we went with skincare. What you put on your skin gets in your body. And this is mostly facial skincare, right? So we have two face serums, okay. a morning and a night, and then we have a body oil and a cleansing bar. And so we were strategic in this and saying, you know, because this topic can be overwhelming. If you start learning about hormone disruptors and... There's a rabbit hole. Yes, yeah, a rabbit hole. But we said, what products can we create that people will use every day that can actually make it a difference? We have a lady on our medical advisory board named Dr. Jenna Kwa. And she started the very first personalized at-home test, urine test that can test your chemical exposure. And she said the fastest way you can help reduce your chemical exposure is through your skincare. Because what you put on your body, it's in your body. Think of a nicotine patch. When I was doing my fertility treatments, I would use hormone creams. That's how they would administer my, um, several of my hormones. And so people don't realize that base. I mean, I, I still wear makeup. I still, I still live my life. Mm-hmm. So what can we create? That works, first of all, amazingly well, but people would want to use, and that's simple and easy. Everyone washes their hands and body every day. Um, Instead of having a huge um, routine of putting, it's interesting, Rachel Zoe is one of our investors. She's actually, she's advises us as well. She's fantastic. But we were introduced to her. She said, she's like, I know what's telling, we're talking about chemical body lotion. Like, oh my gosh, I'm sure like my four face, you know, my regimen in the morning, they're all right there. That's, I'm sure there's those chemicals are there. <laughs> totally. My um, nighttime routine. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like our night, our, our face serum, a lot of people say it replaces their face serum, their moisturizer, their eye cream, and their vitamin C serum. So is your demo more towards anti-aging? Brightening, anti-aging. It's funny. At 42, I have never had better skin than even like my 20s and 30s. Yeah, you look amazing. Way, guys, her skin what? looks great. She's like, I put no makeup on. I was like, cool, humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> I've always had to wear makeup. Oh, really? That's also thing. I've always had to wear face makeup. This is the first time in my life since using these products. I, like, I'll wear eye makeup now, but I never wear face makeup anymore because my skin is even. It's bright. I don't have the dark spots everywhere. 
So I have a lot of good, really girlfriends in, in LA who are very, very discerning when it comes to products. And so we are creating these, I like, go back and forth and make sure that these are products that people would really loved. But then it's also been great to have the validation. And, you know, at Rachel's out, we are featured in her Curator. She's a subscription box. So we are featured in her Curator box. We have um, Vices, which is a men's luxury subscription box. We want to feature our, our face serum for men's skincare. So it's been fun for us to see how we're trying to create a solution. And solutions, not just products, there's, you know, education and awareness. We have a whole kind of platform to help people who want to get engaged to be able to do that. But really talk about a topic that, that no one's outside the medical community has really been addressing. Yeah, I could agree with that. I've have worked with many skincare brands in the last couple of years. Now, like the, the prerequisite is like whether you're clean or like sustainable, but the idea of having like a no list against like a hormone, you know, affecting ingredients has not been a thing at all. And, I, and I'm in the e-commerce space, the D2C space. And it's so... I haven't heard of that once. It's very interesting. Do you guys provide consumers with kind of like a no list of things or things that they should look out for? There's the list of a thousand plus. Right. But that for us, I really, when you're focusing on a no list, at least for me, yeah, I want to focus on positive things. Yeah. So like when, even when creating our products, I'm like, okay, we will not have hormone disruptors in our products, but I want to focus on what we are. And so our three product pillars are detox, repair, protect. With those things, so you help balance the micro, skin microbiome, you help get healthier skin. That helps your body bend and protect itself from these hormone-disrupting chemicals. But we also wanted to have these really luxurious, you know, anti-aging, brightening products. I like to detox and do things, but like I want to have additional benefits. So we have, we have on our website, you can find the list of over a thousand chemicals. But I'm also a mom of two young kids launching a business. I don't have the time to go and read every single label and <laughs> of course. Google all the You want to trust that. But I who think has that time? really is your like main oh, differentiator, yeah. right? Like, because, you know, a lot of people have the like repair serum, anti-aging serum, the clean. But like, it is cool that you guys are kind of really honing into a space that people don't really talk about that much. I think it's it's really fascinating. And is this something that is safe for pregnant women to use? Is that what? Yes. Okay. So all of our products, we wanted to create them so they're safer. So during pregnancy, safer babies, they're gender neutral. I'm like, why do men and women have to have totally different products? And so even choosing our scent, which is a custom essential oil blend. Or if you have a husband like mine, he'll just steal the products like, anyway. That's too expensive for you. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. I think it's better. It's going to be in like the shared shower, the shared bathrooms. Like it could be, should be something that guys could I love use to, to like, I can so relate to that during pregnancy. Just, I remember just not being sure and like, not sure if I can use this. And is it clean? Is it good? Is it going to get in my bloodstream and the breastfeeding part? So it's nice that you've kind of like curated that for them, not like having to read the ingredients, but just like knowing it's safe. Yeah. There's just so much information out there though, too. And everyone's just like, you get too much like overwhelming. Yeah. Right. Too much that is overwhelming, which is why support products, hence are good. Like people are putting in these body oil for stretch marks during pregnancy, oh, using cool. it on their breast, you know, for breastfeeding. It's it's been we wanted to kind of to have four products you could everybody could use and have it really perform very well. And our body oil is fantastic. It absorbs really fast. I have a girlfriend who owns a cashmere line. And she for such a long time she didn't want to try the product. She's like, I make really expensive cashmere. Right. I, I don't, don't put that on after. <laughs> yeah. I really don't freeze. And she's like, Oh my gosh, I can put my shirt on right away. I like it because I can put the body oil on my legs and put my jeans on right away. It doesn't stick. Oh wow. But going back to the people that were using it, you commented earlier, we have we're trying to figure out our branding. We have our colors are blue, blue and green. And so our packaging is a sage green. We have amber bottles that are we have my son's name on this company. So it's not gonna be um <laughs> very feminine brand. But 
this is the message for everybody. We want to do it. So everyone would want to use it. Yeah, no, your packaging's really cute. Stuff. I love the like stamp. Is it scented or is it like not a fragrance free? It's a custom essential oil blend. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I just read it on your packaging. Yes. And so it's um, some citrus, some bergamot. It's gender neutral. It's, it's a, It does have a scent from the essential oil blend, but there's no fragrance. Mm. I can imagine what I think I it's going to smell like. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have to try it. Yeah. So I want to talk about the chemical body load that you referred to before. What's the best way for a woman to kind of like, aside from just like, you know, stop using products, like, is there a way to like kind of rid herself of the toxic body? Let's say she's going through fertility or she's pregnant. Like, what's a good way for her to kind of like detox? People will always put chemicals on, unless you don't use any products. You know, it's interesting. This lady who created this, um, called Billion Marker, the one who's on our medical advisory board that created the at-home urine test. She doesn't wear anything that's not clean, doesn't wear makeup, doesn't, she's, her skincare is very, very safe. And she did her testing and she realized that she had high phthalate levels. And she's like, why? How is this possible? Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And she looked and she um, would buy supplements at Whole Foods and the supplement had, was encapsulated with phthalates. Oh my God. I take so many supplements. I wonder. And so it's being smart about what you use. I mean, you could reduce that you're like trying to do, you know, you're at home, get one ham soap for your, for your house. You know, I don't want to try this test. Yeah. What is this test? Yeah. What is this test? Should we plug that? Cause I feel like I want to check my hormones. Yeah. So million marker, millionmarker.com. Million marker. Good to know. I feel like it's a good starting point for all of us. Yeah. Not even just women. Does it, I mean, affects men too, right? Yes. Actually, this week, there was a really interesting article that came out in The Guardian. So by Aaron Brockovich, it was titled Plummeting Sperm Counts, Shrinking Penises, Toxic Chemicals Threaten Humanity. Whoa, bold. Very bold. Very oh, bold. Wow. But they're, that. That's but they're showing on. that sperm count is down 60% in less than 40 years. They're showing that miscarriage rates are up. Women are getting they're younger when they get their puberty and also during menopause. And there's a book that's recently out called Countdown. Shauna Swan is the author. But she was saying if rates continue as they are right now, that by 2045, most men will have zero sperm count. Oh my God. Oh, really? By the way, guys should start freezing their sperm as much as women are freezing their eggs. Yeah. <laughs> so it's also Seriously. not that far away. 20 years? That's not that far. It's interesting to see. And also, hormone disruptors, they do impact fertility. And I think that's easiest to test, mm-hmm. but they're impacted so many other diseases right? because your hormones regulate almost every part of your body. No, totally. But when they're doing the, because I remember, so I did IVF by the way, last year and they checked my hormone. Like, what are they checking when they tell me everything looks good? Because they obviously checked your hormones and did they tell you kind of the same thing? Because that's why you went forward with the eggs and things like that. I don't know exactly what they're looking for during IVF and do they want your hormone levels to be at a certain level. Like yeah. I remember my first run at IVF, I think I was on shots for 12 days and then towards oh, my later right. it was IVF, like the I was on shots for like 18 to 20 days. Right. That's so what it's doing. They're yeah, wanting yeah. it to be at a certain level. Right. Okay. So they check it and then they give you the prescription based on getting you, but I didn't ask that many questions. <laughs> I was like, cool. So what do I do? Am I good? Great. Inject me. Oh, okay. That, that makes more sense. They weren't really checking to say I was fine. You're right. They're checking to be like, great. Where do we need to get you to be able to retrieve? But if I check today, it would just be like, what are my normal like hormone levels and what can I work on? And what do I have too much of for stability? Yeah. Just to understand what you're, what you're exposed to. Yeah. And then to try it. Like, you could do simple things like take off your shoes and jacket when you come in the house. If you're cleaning, have your windows open. 
So the chemicals can, even with COVID, there's actually people have higher exposures to chemicals with all of the Clorox and all the hand sanitizer. Oh, right. oh, yeah. all... That went out the window this last year. I used to like not totally. use like any like bleach or Lysol or anything. Went out the window. I'm like going to wipe down everything with this Clorox totally. wipe. <laughs> oh my God. Remember at the beginning of quarantine when we had like the five-step quarantining our packages process and like spraying everything down with everything. Like we yeah. were like, I did not care. I was like anything I can get that had like chemical in it to cleanse the space. Wow. We need a reset though. Millionmarker.com. Definitely going to check that out because I'm really, really curious. That and then you and Grace. Yes. Skincare. So of course, Little Honey Money is all about wellness to new moms, you know, skincare and just anything you use when you're pregnant or trying to get pregnant, you're always like questioning and you guys have obviously created a product that is meant to support that. But I'd love to hear like about your community and the feedback you've gotten from new moms and kind of how you've seen this really like help them just feel better. Yeah, and it was interesting when we were trying to figure out how to sell our products because we, realizing that most people don't know about these chemicals and then wanting to create a community and also realizing that creating a solution isn't just putting a product on a shelf. You need to create awareness. You need to create community and knowledge and then products. And so we have a peer-to-peer sales model. So people who want to get involved can sign up and sell. We, we don't have required inventory buying. It's like a affiliate plus or style where you just get a link, you share it, and if people buy products for you, you're rewarded. But we would rather incentivize the reward people versus Amazon or Sephora. Especially right now, a lot of, uh, it's been great because a lot of women who have not been able to go back to work with COVID mm-hmm. and was homeschooling. But it's been fun for us because a lot of people who've actually signed up to sell our products have been going through postpartum. And that's the first time they really thought about their hormones. And they said, you know, they think about having safe products during pregnancy, they didn't realize how their hormones were impacting them and their mood. And then realizing that most of the products they were using, even the same products can impact their hormones. And so they started using our products, loving them, and they've actually signed up and they are selling and loving selling our products because they feel like they're able to share a message of hope and helping other moms. And so we have fun, fun. Like we have several sleep coaches who are selling our products. We have, we're talking to doulas and just people who are in this community of helping and also you're helping other women. When you buy through them, you just kind of supporting. Yeah, 100%. It's like a mom at home being able to like work and, and What do a this. meaningful yeah. kind of model. And a here. great model. Like, yeah. I mean, especially the, the market you're targeting, you know, that peer-to-peer and that kind of the way of selling and, and talking to somebody about something is kind of non-existent right now with all these D2C models or just like, you know, targeting millennials or, or younger kids. That's a really cool model. I love yeah, that. Yeah. And it's like tried and tested and true, exactly. right? You yeah. want to hear from a friend. You want to hear if they've used it. Like I ask you all the time since, you know, you've gone through all the things and, and I would trust your opinion. Totally. Someone else. I love that. That's Very so cool. Great. And so it's been fun also to see because we learned about hormone disruptors through infertility. You know, these other things I was referring to learned through postpartum, but we, it's so fun to see how our mission of helping people reduce their exposure has impact is just different people. We have a, a people who you know, have history of breast cancer in their family. We have people who have autistic children. We have a woman, actually, she's an Olympian and she's all about hormone optimization because based on her performance. And she's like, I had no clue that my skincare was impacting my hormone levels. And then we also have people who just actually love the product, love self-care. It's a kind of fun new way to talk about we love self-care. We love self-care. <laughs> For sure. But I mean, I also, I agree with you. Like I'm about products that are efficient as well, you know, like, so I will definitely try it. And if you can push and provide efficacy, but also like helping detox a little bit, you know, you're kind of hitting both goals for most people. That's really cool. I'm very interested to try your products. So we did a soft launch 
over this um, last summer, mm-hmm. launching a business during COVID is crazy. But also, we really want to test our messaging because this is a new topic that people don't really know about. So we we did our sauce launch, and we were talking you know, talking about really having hormone safe products, and we talked about hormone disrupting chemicals, which we actually use the term endocrine disrupting chemicals, or scientific term. But then over this the past several months, I'm hearing from people who are, are we call our sellers or advocates hearing what works and what doesn't work and what resonates and what doesn't resonate. And then realizing that people don't really associate skin, luxury skincare with hormones and learning about these hormone disrupting chemicals can be overwhelming. And so we've changed our, our messaging, um, but it's, we're now saying we're better than clean. So we're better than clean, we're better performing, and we're better for you. And so by going from better performing, talk about actual performance of the products and who access and, and why, but then better for you People are saying, oh, I, I get that. Why Why is it better for you? Right. It gets, it gets a conversation started. Yes. But that's re- really helpful from our advocates to be able to say, this is why I love it, but how do I talk about this in a way that I can speak to it? You know, mm-hmm. that a lot of these women don't know how to talk about hormones. So we really don't, you know, they don't need to talk about hormones. We're just talking about these are things that, that are important, but you can do and make simple swaps and have amazing products that work just as well as you know, $500 serums. Right. Or a lower price point. So Sarah has so kindly provided a code for our listeners. It's LHM 10. LHM 10. One zero. And you got 10% off on, on your first order. Give it a shot. I want to hear from you guys like what you think. And I will definitely be sharing what I think as well. Yes. And Sarah, where can our listeners follow along with you? So go to hughandgrace.com. H-U-G-H-A-N-D. G-R-A-C-E.com. <laughs> I'm on Instagram. We're Hugh and Grace. And and Facebook. Cool. Well, just followed you on Instagram. I'm obviously late to the game. Eric is usually on top of that. <laughs> and I, I'll, yeah, I'm excited to see your new website. Congratulations and excited to try the products. Thank you so much yeah. for sharing yeah, your story today. Thanks for being here. Of course. Thank you, lady. Thank you for listening to the podcast by Little Honey Money. Visit us at www.littlehoneymoney.com and follow along on Instagram at Little Honey Money.